Welcome to the Just Do It podcast, hosted by Anne Duffy. Dental Entrepreneur Women is here to dive deep and share stories with the mission to inspire, highlight, empower, and connect all women in dentistry. Hello, everyone. It is Anne Duffy, and this is the Just Do It podcast. I am so happy today because my guest is a dear friend of mine that we met about three years ago. And she has shown the way to be a successful woman in dentistry, walk on the walk, uh, working in the companies um, and, and collaborating with um, women and men all over the world uh, to build the uh, presence of the company that she's working for right now, which is a company that we love. Please help me welcome Christy Bailey from Pulp Dent. Hi, Christy. Hi, Anne. Thank you so much for having me. It's such an honor. When I received your message that you wanted to talk to me on your podcast, I almost honestly fell out of my chair. I was just so honored. So thank you for having me. I love getting to be a part of Do, and I'm excited for our conversation today. Thank you so much. Well, it is just a conversation and and a conversation among friends and colleagues. Yeah. Um, Golly, I remember meeting you at Chicago Midwinter. And um, we became fast friends. Of course, we have yes. a fashion sense that um, you know, your fashion sense is like, oh, my God, where'd you get that? I love it. <laughs> and, um, and then just the, the um, energy that you bring to every room that you come in um, oh, was wonderful. You. And then you went to Pulp Dent and, and you came up with an idea that is so due, Christy. And I, I want to acknowledge you. You're the first person that I've worked for. Um, that decided to bring amazing women together to your company to, you know, just to be able to experience the culture, the people, the products. And it made such a difference to the five dues, five or six of us Mm -hmm. that showed up on your basic doorstep uh, at the Pulp Dent um, facility, manufacturing plant and the offices. And uh, I know that none of us will ever forget that. And we are forever um, a fan of Pulp Dent, of you, of the owners and the people that work there. Oh, thank you. Yeah, it's, it's been an amazing journey to get to work with a company that is actually not only open, but a hundred percent pedal to the metal supportive of supporting women in dentistry and the mission that I personally feel responsible for, which I just believe that my purpose is to empower women. And I think that the greatest way to do that is to start with where you are. And so I'm just, I'm so grateful to be at a company that supports my mission in that and that we were able to find ways to collaborate with you because I just, and what you've done has paved a way for women in dentistry to actually have a collaborative community. And there's nothing more valuable, I think, than women coming together and sharing ideas. So thank you for being open to helping me complete what I want to do with these opportunities because it's so exciting. And I think it's very difficult to find the right platforms for a company to engage with women in the right way. And I think that's something that we've been able to begin figuring out together. So thank you. Yeah. Well, you're welcome. You're welcome. But it takes a, it takes a village. I mean, it really does. I mean, um, I, I think, you know, to speak of do and how that all came together. And, you know, if it weren't for Duke, Christy, you and I wouldn't even be knowing each other, which is so amazing how many doors you've opened for me. And I feel like do's open for you. Yes. Um, and 
it is something that the more I'm in it, the more we're doing it, so to speak, um, the more I realize how important it is because there are so many professional challenges for women in the dental industry. I know you see it um, uh, because you're in touch with so many different, actually a career path in dentistry because your products speak to the dentist, the hygienist, the assistant, and, and, uh, you know, uh, team leaders. So, so what challenges are you seeing even now in 2021 um, challenges for women in dentistry? I'm still seeing women fighting for a place at the table and it just makes me so <laughs> angrily <laughs> inspired, I should say. Yeah. Um, you know, there's, there's so much that I think that our industry has done that's really started to catch up more with other industries. But I hear this from my girlfriends in every single industry, in education, in fashion, all these different industries, women are still fighting to get that seat at the table. And I I remember one of my first big board meetings, I was meeting with our partner in Japan and I walked in the room and we had met for the first time in person. And he looked at me and he said, we'll wait until your boss gets here to get started. And I remember in that moment thinking, this is the problem and this is also the answer. And I just, that was the moment that I feel like I was able to stand up for myself the first time. And I said, oh, I'm the person that makes the decisions. We can go ahead and get started now. And what, you know, their response was so positive and they were so um, apologetic for that. But I think um, what that opened my eyes to was no matter what our title is, no matter what our experience is, no matter what the conversations that we're having that lead us to these moments of meeting with, in quotes, people in power or people in charge, we're still considered only the assistant or we're still considered only the secretary in so many ways. And it just infuriates me, but I also think it gives us a great opportunity to stand up for ourselves to say, oh no, I am that person and we can start now. And I think that's our responsibility as women who feel empowered in different ways to reach back. Michelle Obama said it best. And how do we reach back and how do we pull others up with us and empower people to stand up for themselves? So I'm I'm seeing a shift there, but I, I think that we have such a role as women to empower each other. I also think it's our role to be having these difficult conversations with the men that we work with to say, hey, this is my experience. By the way, don't forget it. And also don't be perpetrating this type of behavior as we go forward and you're working with other women that aren't willing to stand up for themselves the way I do. And so I, I think we, we still have the the responsibility of being strong self-advocates and that can be a difficult thing if you don't feel like you're coming from a place of true empowerment or confidence, or you've been subjected to it for decades um, in your workplace and in your personal life. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, absolutely. And you know, that's why we need each other, right? Because yeah. Um, yeah. you know, women like you, thank goodness you could stand up there and say that and that they, they respect that. But I think as we started this whole mission with Do four years ago, until I kind of dug into it, I thought, oh my God, we are, I thought we were further along, Christy. I mean, I cannot believe that in my lifetime, we are still having discussions with women that they are feeling um, less than, bullied, berated, Mm -hmm. and it it flies under the radar. I mean, we're so used to it. We've taken it for so long. And and you know, both you and I, we love men. We know I love my husband. I got two boys. You, you know, it's not like we don't like men right, and we right. don't want to push them away from the table. We just want to sit at the table with them yes. and have a voice. 
Yes. Um, and interestingly enough, um, and you're up in the in the Boston area, mm-hmm. uh, Tufts is 62% uh, graduating women yes, in the demo yes. program this year. That's that's huge. huge. So you would think that companies would be rallying around the uh, the female dentist even mm-hmm. more so um, than the male counterpart who historically have been leading the fray. I mean, I think, gosh, I went to hygiene school in 74. In the in the in 68, I was reading a statistic. There was 1.1% female uh, de- uh, females in the dental school. 1.1% wow. across the board. Do you believe wow. that? And now, you know, across the board, 52%, but in Tufts, you know, they're even higher. It's it's amazing to me that we are are still you know craving for um, a place in leadership. Yes, and it and and craving for mentors, mentors like you that see the need for us to not um, work against each other as females. Mm-hmm. And sometimes that that is can happen, but that we have mm-hmm. to work together. I I love you know yeah. holding our hands down to lift the young the young ones up. And I, you know, you are in that, even though I feel like you have been lifting me up (laughs) and pushing me up and that takes both of us, right? Mentor, mentee, and then, you know, and then it switches around because so often you've been my mentor and uh, age has, has no um, bearing on that uh, relationship, I think. Well, and I think that's what's so powerful would do is that we're able to maybe not take on these traditional mentor mentee type roles. And I think that's a big thing of what do does in general actually is breaks down these barriers of what you're expecting to say. It doesn't matter that I'm younger, but I can bring these things to the table and that can still help someone that's two decades ahead in their career the same way they can help me with something else that they've specialized in. And I think that's so powerful. And going back to your question, Anne, what are the issues in the dental industry in terms of you know, how women are rising up. One area that I also want to speak to is that I've seen some companies have really inauthentic approaches to engaging with women. And I think that's something that we just have to make sure that we're speaking out on. I know that um, Dr. Brittany Bergeron, she's a good friend of mine and you introduced Mm -hmm. us and she is the former president of the um, Women's Dental Association. And it's just the ads that she sees sometimes, and she'll point them out to me and she'll say, am I, am I on the right track to think this is offensive? (laughs) I'll say, yes, that is absolutely offensive. But I think that's been part of the culture that we've been brought up in, right? In dentistry is that we have just been shown that if it's pink, it's for women. And I think that's so offensive in so many ways because we're a lot more than pink gloves and Obviously, I'm not a practicing clinician, but I think that as someone that works at a manufacturer, it is our responsibility to not only be reaching out to engage with women, but to do that from a place of authenticity and to be doing it from a place of equality. Because one thing I've noticed, especially as there's been so much progress in women's rights and equality and fights for that equality over the recent years, is that we... um, often want women to rise up to be equal, but then we want to kind of like strip away their femininity. 
And I think that's mm-hmm. so wrong. And I think there's so many, there's so much power in just being feminine and however that applies to you. And that's very different for different women. And I, I hope that something that we can do, and I hope that Pulp Den as a manufacturer is we're having these conversations that are not always easy and we're asking what we can do better and we're doing our best to get there. I hope that we can also be an inspiration for other companies as they're reaching out to women to be authentic and to not um, wash out the areas that make women so unique and powerful. And again, I think the feminine struggle is something we face. I know when I started my career, I thought I had to wear like these ugly outfits and I bought clothes that I have donated since. And I, it was because I was trying to fit the mold that I thought I had to fit to have a seat at the table. And that's not true. Mm -hmm. And so I hope that we can celebrate women for their unique approach to femininity, however that is to them. And also to celebrate that in a way to engage with them as an equal partner at whatever table or boardroom they're sitting in. And, Mm -hmm. you know, that's, that's my big hope for dentistry. And that's my, and not just dentistry, but really every boardroom in the world and every way that we can empower women. And I think there's a big opportunity for improvement there. Well, you're walking the walk. That's one thing I could say you and, and, and Pulpton has, has given you that authority, authority to mm-hmm. do that. And also you listen, you know, I, I've been in, you know, I get, I've asked, uh, you know, I, we, we um, have sponsors for instance, for, for do for our retreat. Mm-hmm. And they'll say they're, they're uh, on an initiative to empower women, but they, they just, they just, it's just like crickets. Like, well, how about, you know, helping us empower women, helping coming around for us. I mean, they just don't, they just say they want to, right. but then they don't do anything um, mm-hmm. on the back end. And I think that's, you know, the, the, we're pretty smart. I mean, I think you can notice that. And it's, it's like, okay, well, that's fine. But, you know, don't, don't, come to us when you need something. Um, not that we would turn our back on it, but it's just, it's a little bit disappointing. I got to tell you that yeah. we haven't had more people rallying around to, to highlight and empower uh, women in dentistry. Mm-hmm. And I think part of your job and my job is to show women that they want to be empowered because they yes. are so often, you know, in the roles of dentistry they have had not. Uh, they haven't had a big voice in the organization of dentistry, right? When you when you look at who's standing up at the front of the room, mm-hmm. and so they, it's hard to keep that fight fight up. And I love what you said, um, the fervor in your voice to keep fighting for yeah. the rights of 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 sitting at the table and being able to be heard. Yes. Um, are, are two different things. Um, yes. And so, you know, we just have to, we have to continue that um, movement because as dentistry is being taken over in a sense by women um, with more 50% of the graduating dentist being women. And we think of their, their teams are women, mm-hmm. um, you know, so often it is striking to me that um, we are still trying to find ergonomically, uh, uh, pieces of equipment and uh, right. smaller hand pieces and chairs yeah. that seem to fit our our phys, uh, physiques better. I mean that that is still going on, um, yeah. and we we need to fight for that. And it should be it should be an easier uh, road uphill, but apparently <laughs> um, it's going to take all of us. You know, with ropes around our waist and 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 uh, scaling scaling the uh, the mountain. Still there, still it is there. Still but you there. know. 
I was just going to say, I think that companies genuinely do want to be part of the solution. And I, I think they have best intentions. I really do. Everyone that I know that's in the industry, yes. they're just excited, but they mm-hmm. don't know where to start. And um, I, I was speaking with a colleague at a company I will not name. And he said, I love, I saw what you did with do. And I love what's happening. I love how it seems like Pulpton actually means what they're saying with representing this. And I said, well, yes, of course we do mean it. (laughs) Like I'm the one who's saying, let's go. And he said, well, what do you think we can do better? And I said, well, who's on the team that you're having these conversations with? And he, he listed everyone on his team and every single person was a man. And I said, well, that's your first issue. You're not, you don't have a woman on this core team and you're trying to figure out a way to engage and empower women. Why do you think that you understand our struggles? You can hear us, but you actually don't understand. And even what was so great after the do, um, the first do learning crew, we had a couple people on our team on there and we talked about it on our team meeting the following week. And they said, we had no idea that these struggles were really still happening. And our sales manager was on the call and she and, you know, we both were saying, not only are they still happening, it is a prominent part of our life every single day that we are having to remind the people around us that we are here. We got it going on and we're not going anywhere. Like it's a daily thing. And I think it's just become so part of our lives that maybe we don't even realize it as much. And if we don't realize it as often, how can we be aware of it to empower others? And so, you know, I think there's just so much opportunity for leadership teams to be expanding into women and not just hire women to hire women, but to hire women because we are qualified, we are educated, we do know how to use our voice. And um, I think there's just, there's a space for that in corporate America leading into dentistry. And so I hope these companies, they're listening, that if they really want to get passionate about supporting women, that they start within their own teams, because that's where it begins starts at home. You're right. And you said that in the very beginning, it's, it's, you know, start where you are and Mm -hmm. it's, um, you know, little small steps, you know, lead into big steps into, into big, um, big, um, wins for for all of us. So, you know, you, you talk, we talk a little bit about, um, your career and Mm -hmm. how you've grown. And I mean, you, you, you've just grown exponentially and you've been a model for so many young women in this industry. Who, who is, who's somebody that you look up to? Oh my gosh, this is such a good question and so difficult because I have so many people. Um, I think that I look up to women that are paving the path for other women that are walking through adversity without letting go of whatever their personal definition of feminism is. Um, I was actually listening to NPR last night and a conversation happened around how women political leaders are emerging. And that's really something that we're seeing for the first time. We have our first female vice president and um, there's so many cool women who, regardless of if you agree with what they're standing for, they're paving the way for women. And I don't know what can be more inspiring than that. And so, you know, looking at Kamala Harris, I love that um, she just makes waves wherever she goes, whether you agree with her or not, she's out there fighting the fight that she believes in. And I find that so inspirational. Um, We have Ngozi, and I, I hope I'm saying her name correctly. I have practiced her name so many times, but Ngozi Okunjo-Iwala, she's the recently appointed director uh, general of the World Trade Organization. And she 
I was listening to an interview that she did and she was just speaking about how investing in women promotes the world. And her exact quote was, investing women is in women is smart economics and investing in girls, catching them upstream is even smarter economics. And I love that she's at the head of the World Trade Organization promoting that engaging with women is actually not only the present, but also the future. And then I look, you know, if, if you know me, you know, I love politics and I love a good in-depth political conversation, no matter what your views are. Um, I love them. But I also look at Nancy Pelosi, who did not get um, elected to the House of Representatives until she was 47. And to look at that and think, OK, it doesn't matter how old you are. It doesn't matter which country you're in. Obviously, we are born into different abilities and that gives us a different start in life, but you can always become who you're supposed to be and you can always utilize that as a platform to bring other people with you. Um, another woman that I recently watched a documentary on, I think it was called The Cave, Dr. Amani Bolor, and she's actually running an underground hospital in Syria. And every moment that she has been working to provide this care that is so needed. She's told by the male leaders around her that you can't do this and that you should be at home or you should be working in a clinic, but you certainly should not be the manager, let alone running one. And she said in her documentary, she said that I have to support women because if I succeed, then all women will be supported. And that will make men think that of course women can succeed and that they can do that too. And so I just, I feel so inspired by what's happening in the world with our leadership and our women um, really, you know, fighting through the barriers they've had to fight through to become people that are visible. And I think that can give little girls and grown women so much inspiration to say, I can literally do anything because we have yeah, we finally have a female vice president here. We finally have a leader of, you know, New Zealand. We have a prime minister who's a woman and we have um, these people that are so visible now. And what they're doing is they're showing up and they're leading in the way that they find best. And they're leading with the stigma that you're too emotional to be in charge. They're doing it anyway. They're leading with, you're at a room full of um you know, blue suits. They're showing up in a hot pink pantsuit. They're showing up and they're leading through their feminine power, however they identify with that. And I just think it is the most inspiring thing in the world. And I mean, I could go on about this for two hours, but those, those are some people that come to mind immediately that I just, you know, I see on the news and I'm listening to interviews with, and I just think what an incredible time for women to be rising together. And I just, I'm so grateful that I get to be at the place I am in my career during this time, because I, I know that that is a major privilege, um, just with how the world has progressed in the last couple of decades. Yeah. Major privilege and also major responsibility. Christy. Yes. Right. We have a major responsibility. Um, I, I got a quote and it made me think of you. Um, what you just said, it, it's um, from Miss Carr, who is a, um, a a poet, Indian born Canadian poet. Mm -hmm. And she says it reads, they convinced me I only had a few good years left before I was replaced by a girl younger than me. Mm -hmm. I do not come with an expiration date. Right? I, I do not come with an expiration date. And so women. I, that's part of our mission is to bring us together because we together we're so yes. much stronger and yes. there's no more infighting with women. We we're going to raise everyone up 
together. And the other thing about women, and you, you also mentioned, Christy, I think because women are so focused on um, other things and we have so many um, more interests, I mean, I, we, you know, men can be laser focused. We tend to spin a lot of plates and have a lot of ideas and a lot of things going. So it's hard to focus on just going straight up the ladder, right? Yes. We, we, get zig, we have to zigzag up just a little bit. Mm-hmm. And I, I truly believe that women are late bloomers finding their power, finding their power. Mm-hmm. And, and that's another thing that we hope with the fervor that we have um, to get that seat at the table and to help the younger generations yes. um, follow and, and, and get there early, sooner than later, that, um, you know, it, it's going to, it's going to be, it's going to be better and bigger. Um, mm-hmm. But we just have to keep, we really have to keep fighting. I mean, it, you know, it's something about women. Um, it's always bigger, right? Mm-hmm. It's got to be a bigger calling or bigger, bigger than just the paycheck. Mm-hmm. It has to be bigger than the paycheck. And I think so yeah. often, um, if we just hang with that passion and hang with that generosity of spirit that, you know, we're going together and we're all going to be rowing yeah. in the same boat on the same, in the same direction. Um, it's, you know, we're going to win. Yes, <laughs> we, I we, agree. Have, we have to, we're, we're certainly going to outlast them because we're not going to retire. We're just, we're, we're yeah. just, I'm just getting started. <laughs> yeah. You know, and I, I, mean, and I, I do admire Nancy Pelosi for her, for her gumption and her yes. energy. And I mean, she's a pistol and, and Ruth Bader, yeah. uh, Bader Ginsburg. I mean, my gosh, yeah. they, we have some examples, we do. we do need, we, we need more and, and think about it in, in dentistry. Um, every time I see a speaker lineup and I see, you know, one woman and there's nine men, I'm like, what is going on? You know, let's, let's, you know, we've got, we've got a lot to say and um, it might be, have a little bit more empath in there and a little bit more um, zhuzh, if you will. I love that word. (laughs) Um, But that, that just makes it great. It's like wearing the pink pantsuit in. I mean, that's a, that's a showstopper. And that's like, you know, a power, that's the new power suit. Um, something that um, speaks to your authentic femininity, yes. but I mean, hear us roar, right? Yes, hear exactly. Us roar. exactly. Um, and I, I love it. I, love I think it. we just have, uh, I don't know. I just get so excited talking about this. Like, I know that this is my purpose and it's just, how can we, how can we help other women feel that way? Because I just, you know, every time I'm on a call with you, Anna, or we're texting or whatever we're doing, you know, when the world reopens and we actually get to hang out in the same place, I can't wait. But every time I have a conversation with you and so many other women in dentistry and my friend group in the world, we sit here and we're talking about empowering women and we all just get so excited. And I just think this is what we have to do. How do we get everyone to feel this way? How do we pull in all of the women that maybe are on their own little island working remote over here or have practiced clinical hygiene for 20 years, but never really had a solid community? How do we pull them in and say, you're invited, here's your place, let's hear what you have to say. And how do we help you really tap into your purpose and your joy? And that is where I think that we can actually empower other women. I think the biggest area is in business and, you know, certainly in dentistry, there's been kind of like a cookie cutter mold expectation for a lot of people. And it's interesting. I I've been reading a little bit about generational differences in the workplace and 
a big area that was seen in the you know 60s through really the early 90s if not later is that at every single board table not every single but many board tables or many boardrooms or leadership teams there would only be a place for one woman and they would do that yeah. to say okay we have a woman on our team and it's not that she wasn't qualified but it she many women that stories who I have read and listened to they felt that they were there more out of a sympathy role rather than really having a true seat where they could be heard and where they could feel safe speaking up, which is something I found at Pulp Dent. Um, and I recognize as rare hearing my girlfriends talk about that. I feel secure speaking out and saying, yes, no, let's change this direction. And I feel supported in that. I recognize that's not common. I recognize that gives me a greater responsibility, as you said, but um, going back to the generational piece, because of that, many women felt like they had to almost compete with each other. So they weren't necessarily competing to be the best in their role, but they were then competing to really um, have that seat at the table. And that discouraged building up other women because by building up other women, they might lose that seat at the table. And so I, you know, I'm fascinated by the psychology of this, but I'm also inspired to say, how do we overturn that generational pain that women have faced in any type of business setting to say, yes, I'm here and I'm going to help you also get here. And then how do we make that space possible? And I think it's through empowering the other women, but it's also through, again, educating our male colleagues on like, this is the reality to what I faced and here's how you can do better. And that takes that takes a lot of, you said the best word for Nancy Pelosi, gumption. It does take a lot of gumption, but, um, you know, I, I hope we can find ways to really encourage women that, um, they have value in themselves enough to be able to have those a little bit more difficult conversations. Yes. And, and as, as a person that's hiring people, you know, again, do you don't hire, you don't hire for gender, you mm -hmm. hire for talent mm -hmm. and we have the talent. And it's, again, it's about the courage and confidence and yes. knowing that we belong there. And also another thing you've mentioned, Christy, we have to fill that pipeline, right? Because if the pipeline's really filled, yes. then there's plenty of choices, but mm -hmm. there's only one seat at the table, then there's, there's not many choices. You're right. Then everyone's going to fight for it. It's like, that's, you know, that's kind of in our nature. It's like, you know, um, just like finding food for your kids. We you know you got, you, you've got to uh, fight for that. So if we have 12 seats at the table, and we've got six of them are women. There's plenty of room for a lot of us to be sitting there. Yes. And I think that's, that's the goal. And again, blows me away that we are only still, I mean, maybe we're at one and a half seats at the board tables now, and we're going to, we're going to, our goal, we're not going to stop Christy until there's no. 50% of the seats uh, yeah. are for us because, you know, we really do have, and I think in dentistry, I think it's, it's lends itself very much to a woman's heart, mm -hmm. to a woman's hands, to a woman's aesthetics. There's so many things um, and, and just leading a team and, and um, nurturing and things like that, that are so beautiful that yes. come so naturally to women that I think we can make this profession so much better. And I know you count on a lot of good people in your life to help you grow personally and professionally. And, and, yes. and, and, you know, who, who are those special people in your life right now that are, are challenging you, Christy? Not, um, I mean, I know one of them you're going to be going on a, on a little trip with that. She's, yeah. she's, she's <laughs> one of your like, come on, let's go. 
my best friend. So, um, Dr. Erin Kennedy promotional plug for her. Um, Erin is, she's just like my sister. We, we met and I, I am an introvert. And so when I meet someone and I really, really connect with them, which we also had, and, um, you know, like that really means something to me, but Erin and I met, we became best friends, like almost immediately. We lived together during her time in Boston and, um, she's just, so incredibly encouraging, but also challenges the way that I think I know that we'll have, you know, we voice text. That's my latest thing, by the way, if you want to get a hold of me is voice text, but um, we will talk all the time. And then we will have a four hour conversation where we're just talking about, you know, we'll get off on a topic about how do we really just make things better. And I, I, promise that we could solve almost any of the world's issues on those phone calls. Like, it's just, it's great to have someone that I really feel like we can challenge each other and say, yeah, I hear you, but no. And here's why. And then also I have, um, I have the most incredible boss and mentor and his name is Fred Burke and he's actually the president at Pulp Tent. And he is, I will tell you something that he told me one day I was struggling because I just had so much on my plate and I could not get it done. And I was in his office complaining about this. And he looked at me and he said, you know, Christy, you're superwoman and you can do what one superwoman can do, but you cannot do what three superwomen can do. So stop trying. And I remember in that moment feeling just like a weight lifted off my shoulders, but it also reminded me, you know, how I am exactly in the place I'm supposed to be and how that support is so rare. Um, but he, he challenges what I do in business when I need it and don't realize it, which is very important. Um, he's helped our team come together and create a space where we can amicably disagree, which is where I think the majority of the magic happens. Um, and he's also enabled me to get to do what I feel like my purpose in business and life is in my role at Pulp Dent, which is one of the greatest gifts of my life. Um, so I'm, I'm really supported by both of them. And then, um, yeah, I mean, there's so many people, but in my personal and business life, they're like my two, um, gurus that are just helping me direct everything. And then actually another person that I have to mention is Dave Pearson and Dave Pearson is actually the person who, um, invented the flowable dental composite. He is just, I mean, he's brilliant, but he's also passionate about meditation and mindfulness. And, um, he's someone that I can go to with any business or life issue. And he just says, I hear you. Here's what I think you're doing and you could be doing better. And also here's my positive affirmation for you for the day. And so, Um, you know, I just, I feel so, so blessed and so grateful to have these three people that are available pretty much 24 seven to say, go forward, do this, or you need to hold up. We have an issue that you're clearly not seeing. And let me tell you. And so I really welcome that positive feed or that positive reinforcement on things. Um, because I know that, you know, I need help I'm here to say, like, give me all the help I can get and give me as much encouragement and guidance. And so I feel that from, you know, the three of them and again, countless others, I really have so much incredible support. And I just feel so grateful. Well, I love that you're, you're including the guys in there too, because, you know, I know Fred and he is to me, a giant of a man. He's a gentle man, a gentle giant. And, you know, he just comes with this aura about him that he, you know, one of the things I I recognize in in him is that he's such a good listener Yes, and he really cares deeply. And um, no wonder that, you know, you are so um, 
tied to him in in the in the in the idea that he is helping you grow. Um, mm-hmm. And he would never put a stop on that, but he knows how to help you in the right way yes. and in a positive way. And and we're so lucky. It's all about us all working together. The world is a big place. Mm-hmm. And um, and I think that, you know, just these conversations are so rich, Christy, and we have to just keep them going. It's it's about talking, conversing again, and, and listening to each other's ideas and then finding a way to get them solved and to get onto yes. the next one. Yes. all the time all the time so well let's talk a little bit just we're going to wrap up here thank you so mm-hmm. much for coming on today i thank i just you. love spending time with you i could you know i'm going to get up to boston soon and, I, and i'm looking forward to seeing you down here in charlotte yes. for our retreat yes um how do how do we get how do we get a hold of pulp den if we want to what how do we how do we do that tell us um, well, if you would like to get, a, that's a great question. Okay. Um, what is the best way? Our social media, we have recently been really, you know, working on updating our digital presence, which is something the pandemic taught us the hard way. Um, on our social media, you can reach out to us through Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook. We're also, um, we have a website with a contact link and you can put in your requests with any questions there. And then, um, so a little promotional plug here, I guess, would just be that if you are in dentistry and you're a clinician and you're looking for companies to be involved with, I would love to have a conversation with how we can help empower you to do that. So um, please do not hesitate to reach out to me. And Pulp Dent, we're here for you. Thank you, Christy. Well, we will certainly do that. I hope everyone that's listening will reach out to you and to Pulp Dent and to um, reach out to dues, you know, come together, support each other. And um, most importantly for everyone listening, keep doing you. Thanks, everybody. Thanks for joining us. Go team. Thank you. And thank you for leading the charge on this. We're so, we're all better because of you and how you've built this community. So thank you. Thanks for joining me. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Just Do It podcast hosted by Ann Duffy. To learn more about dental entrepreneur women, to share your story, or to join the movement, please visit our website, do.life. That is D-E-W dot life. Subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts or your favorite podcasting app to make sure you don't miss an episode. And in the meantime, keep doing you.